Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe and Dan. It's a full house, everybody. Hello. We got the band back together. What a uh, uh, How are we all doing? Good. Thank you. Well, we should be excited. It's the Rumble this Saturday. The premium live event. What a time to be alive. Isn't it just? Isn't it just? I can't and if, wait. And as if we haven't just come off a crap, was it a cracking episode? An, an episode of Raw, the 30th anniversary as well. And then we've got the Rumble this weekend. And, you know, at the time of recording, Dynamite tonight, Jamie, with, with Mr. Um, Briscoe. With Mr. Briscoe himself against, is it Jay Lethal? It is. Yes. A classic first, Ring of Honor match, that. Good. Oh. First time on AEW TV. Warner Brothers have given it the green light. Give it the green light. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a good old week of, of wrestling, but I mean, let let's start with Raw. Did we all oh, watch it? We have, and so I was so sports entertained. I was. Well, what a stupid. Question. Oh yeah, because of that lack of a women revolution. Yes, did you see Nikki and Brie Bella giving it large on Twitter? Yeah, I, I did see they did a live thing and basically said, "Oh, where's all the women at?" It's well, like, well. Alundra Bracer was in the poker tournament. What was Yeah, like? exactly. That's what women used to do you in the nineties. And not just that. And not just that though. Where are all the women at? They were supposed to be on the show anyway. They were invited to be on. Why weren't they on? Um, because they probably caught them. I think they were signing their contract ready for the Rumble. See, oh, God, they ain't in the Rumble. Believe you me. No, not not after that rant anyway. But yeah, to um to be moaning on that and then they weren't even on the show themselves after they were advertised for it anyway. Like you say, we saw a Lundra Blaze. It was, I will say about that segment, I know they probably try and think, don't they, how do we get the legends all on at once? You know, the the ones that aren't going to be used mainstream on the TV, like your Kurt Angle, your Ric Flair, your Hulk Hogan, that type of thing. And I think it's the safe bet to do the poker game, isn't it? Because for Raw 25, five years ago, it was exactly the same thing. It was them all playing poker with the APA. They kind of rehashed the same segment, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. We got to see a few people, like you say, didn't we? Lundra Blaze. DDP was there, Joe. I know he's your favourite, a favourite of yours. Yes, bang. <laughs> bang. <laughs> Absolutely. You were um, happy as well, weren't you, Taryn? Um, what's that? Angle is the only person to ever be in the Shield and DX now. Well, yeah, exactly. And that was a great segment. Kurt Angle is brilliant at the comedy side of things. We know that anyway. Probably the the best, along with William Regal, as far as mixing both wrestling ability and comedic style as well in, into things. He's, he's fantastic. But no, I, I, did, I did enjoy that segment. And we spoke about it before with things like DX, haven't we, where DX sometimes appear and then they end up squashing a tag team and you know beating them up or squashing an individual and you know we didn't get that this time and that was good you know because we got the the six-man tag from it didn't we um but yes i i'm sure just like you dan since you watched it as well you very much enjoyed the whole getting kurt angle involved and then the referee side of things oh sorry mid miles bar he's chewing what's he having a mars bar Mm. Yeah, you could see us chewing as well, thanks to that. Um, yeah, no, That's I right. was well happy. Uh, you know, you could see that his T-shirt was tucked in and they were definitely doing something. Um, and he, oh, look, I've got the DX T-shirt on. Oh, look, I've got my special referee T-shirt on. 
Yeah, it was good. It was like proper stuff you'd see on a house show, to be fair. I really enjoyed it. X-Pac was loving it as well. He reminded me of Billy Gunn at Raw 25, where he was just happy, he was happy to be there. But he was be all, there. Yeah, but he was also trying to, like, get a couple of words in so he could say, yes, not only was I on Raw, I was able to speak. I was able to cut a bit of a promo, so he might have thrown a few lines in there. It was when um, he was trying to sing Seth Rollins' theme. But he, yes, that, he was yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he did yeah, love it. Song. He oh, literally did love it. And I liked it when they called Road Dog, he's a little bit fat now, they called him Butterbean, that made me chuckle. Yeah, he has um, piled on a little bit, hasn't he? As we all do, though, he's comfortable, he's loving life, he's comfortable, he's he's back in the office, isn't he? I, he is back backstage now, isn't he? He is back in I the believe. saddle again. He is back in the saddle, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's just happy, and then nice to see that um, Shawn Michaels came kept his hat on so he didn't get to see whatever was going on with that head you that hair leave the your head on. I mean his hair is worse than Cena's bold spot isn't it did he see it he kind of like last time I saw him without um, a hat on his hair was like scraped back and it was all thin and oh just shave it all off again like he like he had done because sometimes it's just you need to give up the ghost and just go nope I'm gonna look like Stone Cold Steve Austin now uh, absolutely absolutely well I mean the show kicked off with the return of the immortal Hulk Hogan. Um, and just like last time he was on WWE TV, the microphones don't like him. He was cutting out. It wasn't working. The stage hand, you could see it ran from the back and then ran through it. A, a couple of times you could hear him go, Hulk, Hulk, off the side of the camera <laughs> and try to pass him it. And then by the time he'd like finished his promo, or by the time he'd like passed in the microphone, he only had the last line to say anyway, and that was it. So Jimmy Hart didn't do anything either, did he? No, he was just there waving the old megaphone. Didn't even use the thing. I don't know, but I think. It's difficult with Hogan, isn't it? Because there is still controversy, if you want to call it, that surrounding him. And I think that's probably the best way to use him now going forward, if you're going to use him at all. You know, just introduce the shows and then I think I'm right in saying we, we didn't see him again the whole show, did we not? That was only it, wasn't it? So, Because no. um, I think we saw Jimmy Hart again because he was around with the, the poker um, players. So, yeah, Hogan had jumped straight back on the bus, straight back home. Um, but yeah, that's probably the best way to use him moving forward. We don't need him for anything else. And he got a decent pop and a, a decent reaction when people could hear him. Um, but I don't think he realised people couldn't hear him because at one point when they started like, booing and making noise, he, he thought it was for something else. You could tell in his face he had no idea that he was cutting <laughs> out and couldn't hear him. Go back and watch it again and you'll see, you'll see what I'm on about. Um, but yes, Joe, talk to me about the bloodline and the trial of Sami Zayn. Oh, the trial of Sami Zayn. It, it was quite, it was quite funny at point. It was, it was definitely a kangaroo court, you know, everybody, the, the prosecution uh, was led by Paul Heyman. And he's saying, this is all the video evidence of Sami Zayn trying to undermine the tribal chief's position. And he's trying to double cross us and this, that, and the other. And, it was quite funny about they were showing their evidence about how how he'd you know he he was he had opportunities to help the bloodline but he's chosen to run away or not that stuff and there was about five clips and then Roman was like 
went back to Sammy, well, have you got any defence? And Sammy was like, no, I don't have any defence. And then he calls for Solo Sokoa to basically end him. And then Jimmy Uso there jumps in and goes, hold on, Uso, I've got, I've got my own evidence. And then they play it again. And then Rumble Reigns was like, okay, I might give you a second chance, but I don't want to see you again now to the Royal Rumble. So something's happening at the Royal Rumble now. But I thought it was quite a good segment. It maybe went on a bit too long. Uh, well, it, did, it definitely did go on too long, didn't it? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to that, we will. But I think, and I'm sure you all agree, Dan, I see I can't confirm with Jamie because he has a, I can't even, not even go back and watch any clips from Raw 30 years. Well, I was sports entertained. Um, so stupid. The... Paul Heyman was just the best as normal in that segment. Bitch yeah, talking about like, Brock Purdy, the San Francisco well, yes, 49 Well, you see, heard about that bit then. But um, yeah. they're just like things where they showed the clip where like Sammy had come for an episode of SmackDown where he was cutting a promo when he came forward and he obviously knocked Roman Reigns by mistake. But they used that and then he's like, look, there it was. It was an attempt on his life. It was, it was assault. He was on fire and I you know I really was almost in tears at that point he was hilarious um but I think we did it really well with and I'm gonna get it wrong so I'm just gonna say whichever Russo it was that stood up and defended Sami Zayn because he was very much almost like come full circle he was completely against wasn't he start with Jake yeah um and then kind of saved his bacon for want of a better term uh this time round but yeah, we'll we'll get on to the Rumble and we'll get on to the undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Women's whatever title that he's got on what may happen with Sami Zayn and that, but very interesting. I, I did feel a little bit... I don't know if I felt a little bit shortchanged coming out of it to the point where he was just like, all right, well, you're not guilty for now, but let's see what happens on on Saturday. Yeah. I know I know they've got to build towards the Rumble and that match, um, you know, keep the storyline going, you know, to help with the build-up to WrestleMania. I get that, but I almost felt like they were having to come up with an idea on how to finish a segment because the segment was, you know, they only had like a week to put it together, didn't they? Because they got rid of the original idea because yeah, I think I it, came, but it came out since that Rikishi and whatnot and a couple of them were all ill, they'd all caught something and they weren't going to be able to make it down. So that was the real reason, allegedly, as to why they cut the original segment with the Bloodline family and the legacy into this. But I thought it worked well. Like I said, I thought Heyman was brilliant. They all played the part well on it. Um, and it was a it was a decent, decent opener to the show. Damn, though, the women's cage match. Allegedly, it was supposed to be a full match um, and it was cut due to time constraints. Yeah, it is a bit of a shame. Apparently, there's rumours they might now try and squeeze it in at the Rumble or just afterwards. Um, it was a real shame because they haven't had a steel cage, a women's steel cage match for 19 years. Mm. I think they said on Raw. Um, so it was supposed to be really big. And that's what a lot of people were looking forward to, having that match. And it was a little bit of a letdown. But as long as they do have a finish to it, it doesn't matter whether it's on this Raw or whether it's in a couple of weeks. But just don't advertise it if you're not going to do it. Like if you're not going to give it the time, don't advertise it. I was quite let down by it. I, that did not sports entertain me, to be honest. Well, especially since they spent the money transporting the cage, building the cage. Do you know what I mean? It all takes time. And then you're going, oh, well, a couple of segments have run over. So rather than cut the 
was it Bianca Belair versus Sonia Deville? They could have quite easily have cut that and just had the promo, just had Bianca Belair come out and cut the promo that involved Alexa Bliss later on. They they could have just done that as a promo. They didn't need to do that match. But now instead, the advertised match for your 30th anniversary of Raw in a cage match, we're not going to do it. You're just going to come down and beat a dad. Yeah, I agree with you. Almost, almost like they panicked, I think, and thought... Bugger, what, what, what are we going to cut? Well, the cage match is up next. We'll just have to cut that. Maybe if they had five more minutes commercials to think about it, they'd have said, let's do that and let's not do the Bianca Belair and Sonya Deville match. I don't know. That's just me guessing. Yeah, it's tough. It's just hard to think segment by segment what they'll cut. And that segment with Sonya Deville, Charlotte and Bianca Belair was quite good. And he was like, champ, acknowledging the champ. And Ric Flair came out and they had... Because if they cancelled that, they would have had to cancel the Ric Flair spot. He's travelled all that way for mm. nothing. Um, so it is tough. I mean, there wasn't any legends involved in that. Um, you know, there's a lot of backstage things that were filmed as well. Um, you know, I, I found that the tag match maybe went on uh, a segment too long. They could have cut that back potentially. Um, but they had to sell the fact that Jimmy hurt his leg. And I know a lot of people are upset about that as well, that they threw up the X. Um, but, you know, it's hard on a three hour roar to go, what are we going to cut? Especially when you've got all these people backstage, you know, trying to get in the limelight. Yep. No, I agree. I tell you another segment I did like though, just because we got to see his return, was when Baron Corbin won those thousands and thousands of dollars during the poker game and off Ted DiBiase, and Ted DiBiase wasn't happy. And then IRS turned up and said, and don't forget to pay your taxes and just grabbed it all and loaded it into his briefcase. I do like Uncle IRS. Uncle Howdy himself was there. Yes, well, yeah, the, the, the real Daddy Howdy. Um, he was there. Any any bits to point out for, for you guys? Obviously, we'll get on to the main event and what happened at the end of the show um, in a moment, but any other segments that you both enjoyed that you saw? Um, I did enjoy the tag match with Imperium versus the Street Profits and Seth Rollins. I thought that was pretty good, but they had them in like a dual ankle lock and there was a lot of spots and then Gunther ended up getting a good light, a bit of light shining on him. I thought that was quite good and I just can't wait for him to turn one there's Ford heel, mate. I have heard rumours and stuff on the grapevine and it'd be interesting to see if it is I haven't heard a rumour that the Seamus Gunther Intercontinental title will have a rematch at Mania That's... See I don't want that, I want I, I want it to be Brock Lesnar versus Gunther at Mania, I think that'd be cooler Well I think we know what the Brock Lesnar match is going to be Joe at Mania yeah. don't we? So we had the US title match, we had Austin Theory defending against Bob the Lash himself. And of course, uh, and you know, it was just billed as a singles match until a few hours before when they went, oh, it's going to be no disqualification now. So they obviously had the confirmation from Brock that he was turning up. Um, and yeah, they had the spot, of course, where Bobby Lashley slammed Austin Theory through the table. And he thought, oh, here we go. And then the music hit and here he comes and he got a decent pop. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah, it's Lesnar. And then I thought, Oh, yeah, great, it's Lesnar, because, you you know, you are just kind of getting to that point now. But, yeah, he came down, continued that feud, because it is 1-1, isn't it? So we do need the rubber match, don't we? So it was a good spot, the F5 to Bobby Lashley, and then F5 in Austin Theory quite cleanly onto Bobby, straight onto Bobby Lashley to cover him for the pin. And, I mean, surely, Joe, that's that's the, the rubber match at, at Mania. This ain't happening at... Elimination Chamber or anything like that. This is your mania match for them too. Yeah, I mean Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Like, I think we're talking about it 
maybe like Survivor Series last. We were talking about it a while ago, like this is like a dream match, and they've had a couple of matches since, but they like haven't really overdone it too much. And the fact that Brock Lesnar's come back and now he's attacked Bobby Lashley again and cost him the the title against Austin Theory, they definitely like need a final battle, as you will, like no no pun intended, but you yeah. know, like, I don't know, like a steel cage or like a hell in a cell or I don't know, they need to they need something to add in the field. I don't know what that will be, but I agree with you, they they will have another match. I was watching um Wrestle Talks WrestleMania match predictions. Yeah. <laughs> and one a good point that they brought up, which I thought was actually not a bad idea, something I hadn't thought of was they didn't specifically say what the stipulation for the match would be, but they said going off the assumption that Bobby Lashley wins the feud, um, which of course we'll get round to with our WrestleMania predictions if indeed that match is confirmed. But they said the best way that they could think to end it would wouldn't be by pinfall. It would actually be by Bobby Lashley tapping out Brock Lesnar and getting Brock Lesnar to tap out for, if not the first time in his career, the first time since he like came back around well, he previously tapped eight, down, nine, ten he? years ago. Yes, yeah. So yeah, for for the first time in about ten odd years then, um, which you know a lot of people will have forgotten about. To, to most people, I say to most people, to a lot of people, it will be the first time he's tapped out or that they've well, seen he anyway. Take so. a streak. I think he's been like untouchable. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that'd be good because you're not at his stage in his career. You're not damaging Lesnar. He'll disappear for six months and come back and have a feud with somebody else, and you know, be on the warpath again. And you know, again, it only helps Bobby Lashley. You've you've tapped out. Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So, you know, if they do go down that route, then I don't necessarily think that's a, a bad show. Mm. Yeah, good decent decent episode. I I didn't come away thinking it was a bad episode. I did come I did think like we spoke about last week, and I'd like to have seen a couple more legends that you don't tend to see. Um, maybe a couple more segments. I thought it was better than the Raw twenty five anniversary. Yeah the way in which they implemented the legends and, and certain things. So yeah, it was a it was a decent episode. Um and it you know it leads us on nicely to Jamie, the Royal Rumble itself this Saturday, the premium live event. And oh the question is God. well the question is, are you going to be sports entertained for this event or not? Royal Rumble is is the main one I think for most people that um, they'll always say it's probably their favourite premium live event. Obviously, if you don't count yeah. WrestleMania, anyway. Um, everyone oh, it's certainly the Royal yeah. Rumble is is the best one, and it's one of those. Obviously, we can as the big four. But if I told you, um, out of the other big four, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, you're only going to stay up live and watch the Royal Rumble. You might stay up and watch SummerSlam, depending on who's uh, on there. But you're never going to stay up and watch Survivor. I said besides WrestleMania. No, what about WrestleMania? <laughs> Obviously, you, you'll stay up for WrestleMania, but for most I of stay people... stay up for Crown Jewel as well. I stay up for that. The, the, well, stay yeah. up for that, I mean, I guess, yeah. If you yeah, but the to. real <laughs> question is, are Dan and Joe actually going to watch the Rumble live? Or are they just going to watch what I mean. it the next day? Royal Rumble, actually, everyone watches uh, live. You are actually going to watch it live. Well, we we have now. plans to go see a Metallica tribute concert, but that's capital. Oh. So our evening's free. We're going for a curry early evening. 
a lovely character, the Red Fort in Killian, shout out. Um, but then, yeah, um, we're going to have a bit of an early one, make sure we're getting back and get on the pre-show on so we can see what Matt Camp and Sam Roberts are thinking. Yeah. To, to, to watch Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus Los Matadores in the pre in the pre show, yeah. Uh, well, you know, the pre show, um, potentially it could be the um, the SmackDown because they got a SmackDown uh, tag tournament going on at the moment, and there's the yeah. two semifinals on this Friday SmackDown. So technically, if there was going to be another match that added that's not added or be on the pre show, it could be the finals of of that tournament, um, and Sheamus and um, Drew McIntyre are penciled in to be going into the finals and potentially going for the tag belt. So that potentially could be in the pre-show. It's a good shout. Well, it's good to hear we will all be watching it live. Me and Jamie almost nearly weren't watching it live because we were nearly going to Southampton to oh. watch Blackpool play. But we're not doing that now because we wouldn't get home till after midnight. We thought, well, the I assume the event starts midnight UK time or is it one AM? Who midnight knows? one be one of the midnight one, be one AM too. So midnight will be the pre-show. I'll get me kebab ready, don't you worry. A kebab. Right then. So as always, but for the first time in twenty twenty three, it's oh. time for the pay per view. It's time zero, 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 zero. It's the pay per view prediction league and we're starting afresh, coming oh. off last year's winner, oh Jamie. God. Who won it in 2021? Oh, that was me as well. Oh, dear. <laughs> Two years in a row, can he make it three? So, thrice as many as everyone else. For any new listeners out there, or just anybody that wants reminding, the lead-up for the episode before a WWE-only premium live event, we'll give you our preview and predictions of each match, and then we will score it after the event. And the person who gets the most correct gets the point. I had the thought as well, Terry. Event. Go on. I'm sure that it was two years ago we did our predictions for the very, very first time. We must be coming here to our anniversary. Yeah, well, I think we are. We, if we aren't, then we're close. I know we're close to our 100th episode. This will be episode 98. So our, oh. our, our um, review of the Royal Rumble will be episode 99, and then we'll have our 100th episode, the episode after. So Oh. It, that may very well land around our three-year anniversary, two-year anniversary, well, no, whatever uh, it is. Or yeah, I mean, it might have first, already been. Our first ever episode was, like you said, the Royal Rumble 2021 predictions, and that aired January 28th, 2021. Oh. So it is. So this episode will release most likely on the 27th, which is the Friday, so and the then Saturday... Before. The Saturday, the day of the Rumble, will be our two-year anniversary. Oh, well, happy anniversary, everybody. What have you bought me? Hey, what have we bought you? A Royal Rumble. A curry. A come out. <laughs> the FA Cup, because <laughs> Blackpool aren't winning it. Uh, all right, <laughs> then, Joe, <laughs> geez. Right, moving on, do you Enjoy mean? your Carabao Cup game. <laughs> oh, we will. That's, that's on in an hour for us. <laughs> oh, there you go. Right, then. So, we'll leave the two Rumble matches to the end, because... Um, oh. We've got some extra points, of course, that we can we can get. And let's just go for it in no other particular order for the other three matches. So there's five matches altogether. And we shall start. Uh, we'll start with Joe. Why not? And Joe, we're going to start with the Raw Women's Championship. We have Bianca. Bianca Belair, the champion, defending against Alexa Bliss, 
Who've you got and why? I can't see Bianca really dropping it. I think Bianca Bella is probably going to win. But I preface this, there's going to be interference from Uncle Hardy. He's definitely going to be involved. It's not just going to be Alexa Bliss and Bianca Bella. There's definitely going to be, you know, Alexa Bliss past couple of um, weeks on the show. She's been going back to her old... um, you know, gimmick of being like creepy Alexa Bliss, you know, Uncle Howdy's been like influencing her. I think she's probably going to get like disqualified or something along those lines. So Bianca Bella wins, but it's like not a clean win. It's like by disqualification, like Alexa Bliss gets like possessed by Uncle Howdy and she like, I know she holds and puts a hold on for too long or she chokes her out or something along those lines. So you're going with a Bianca yeah. retain, no problem. Jamie. Yeah, Bianca Belair is going to retain. It'll be one of those things that she'll uh, lose, and then after the match, like say Uncle Hardy would be all like, "I'm coming for you," kind of thing. Or maybe she'll get something's going to happen, like said with Uncle Hardy, and that's what's going to her loss is going to turn her evil. Is mine. You agreeing, Dan? Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be Bianca only because I think it's going to be uh, Rhea versus Bianca at Mania. So it makes sense for her to keep the belt all the way on the road to WrestleMania. Um, it'd be kind of cool if they did do it with Alexa, but I think with all the hopeless pokers shenanigans, it just makes sense for Bianca to retain this one. That's fine. Um, unsurprisingly, I'm also going with Bianca to retain. I think it's Uncle Howdy. We know that. Well, we still don't really know what's going on with him and Bray Wyatt, but we know for a few weeks back he entered the ring and hit Sister Abigail, didn't he, on Bray Wyatt. How is he with Alexa Bliss then? Is he very much the same in that sense, or is he seems to be more... What's the story they're doing with him and her? Well, they've done it that he's been appearing. First he started appearing on the Tron, um, and then he came out and kind of like looked at her and she turned a bit evil. Um, there's been images of him in the crowd people wearing like uncle howdy masks and then last week um he was just shown coming out of a bathroom waving his hands around a little bit <laughs> um, <laughs> so we don't we don't know yet whether or not he could do the same to alexa bliss that he did with bray wyatt or does it seem like more like he's controlling her is that the story no i think so... he's bringing out the evil he's bringing the more the he's bringing the out the evil is mine from that. um but it's kind of like she's harnessing the good bit of the like you know the the, the yeah. bit that made Lexibus really cool and the bit that made, um, you know, the possessed Lexibus the most powerful. You know, she's becoming her, like, okay. the ultimate self, if, if anything. I think in that case, I'll still go with Bianca to retain, but I think if if he seems to be more on her side in that sense, then he's probably going to appear during the match and possess her some more somehow to the point where she loses that last little bit of good that she's got. And she may even get herself disqualified just by beating up Bianca too much at the end or something. So, yeah, well, I'll say Bianca wins by disqualification and retains the belt as such. Lovely. Moving on to Bray then. We've got oh. Bray Wyatt himself versus Le Knight, LA Knight. Yeah. Um, in a not just a pit black, pitch black match, a Mountain Dew pitch black match. So I suppose the question is, what is this match going to be? Because still nobody knows. Um, and who's going to win? 
Can it even have a winner? That's the question. Well, we don't know because we we don't know the rules. Ellie Knight was on After Bell podcast. He basically said it's a street fight. Um, and I've seen on other sources that there's lots of like neon lights that have been um, yeah. got to be installed in the arena. So I think it is. You remember when they had the Hell in the Cell with the Fiend where it was just like red. Um, yeah. I think it is the case. that It's going to be like quite a dark match. There's going to be like neon lighting on the ring. So expect the posts to be lit up in neon and the ring apron to be neon. Um, and then you can sort of kind of see them. You know, like when you see a camera where the lights are off and like everything's grey. I think it'd be very similar to that. Like the crowd. I'm going to absolutely hate it, but on telly, I think it's going to work out good for us. But yeah, loads of neon, and uh, it's going to be like a traditional hardcore. So we'll have weapons, like trash cans, they'll be neon, like steel chairs, which are neon. So it'll be cool to watch, but for the crowd, they're just not going to be able to see a thing. I think it's going to come across maybe better on TV with the camera, with the camera, but it will um, live. But who knows? We'll see. Who have you got then, Dan? Um, This is a tough one. I've been going backwards and forwards with this one. I think you can look at it that um, Bray wins and that's how he like completes his form or he loses and that's how um, Uncle Howdy finally takes over and makes it his final form. I think I'm going to go with a Bray Wyatt win. You know, it's his first legitimate match on television You and after that scene with The Undertaker passing the torch to him, it only makes sense. But you could also have done it with LA Knight that it elevates him. You know, people are rumouring that LA Knight could face... Um, CM Punk at WrestleMania. He's one of not CM Punk, sorry, John Cena. Hey, yes, John, yeah. be good with CM Punk. I'd like to see that, but no, um, I'm going to yeah, go with Bray Wyatt. Then, he? Exactly, he's got that contract first. Yeah. No, I meant you... LA Knight has to go to AEW because CM well, Punk will yeah. be back on AEW soon. Nah, Lonite. Well, Lonite. I, I'm very much like you, Dan, to the point where I think a lot of people are thinking Bray Wyatt is first match in however long um, makes sense, but. Don't to me, it, no, to, honestly, to me, it makes more sense for him to lose and continue the Uncle Howdy side of things, for Uncle Howdy to cost him the match, because otherwise, what's the point of Uncle Howdy coming down and giving him Sister Abigail? And we're still not really knowing the backstory. If, if Bray wins, how do you carry on the backstory of Uncle Howdy and explain who he is and why, if he's successful? To me... He has to cost Bray the match so LA Knight wins. So we get the continuation of what is going on with Uncle Howdy. That's for me anyway. On, if, somebody, if, if I had to put money on it and a lot of money on it, I'd say Bray will win. But for the purpose of this, I think uh, I'm going to go with LA Knight. So for me, La Knight takes the win, Jamie. And this is why you're bottom of the prediction league. <laughs> no, I didn't know that would come. You, you've got to take no, the risk, and I, I, ca- I commend it. you, Taryn, for taking that risk. But in the words of everything, don't be so stupid. <laughs> Bray Wyatt to win. And Joe. I kind don't of agree with Taryn. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, I can um, see it happening. So again, um, Uncle Howdy very heavily involved in this. I think in the pitch black match, it's going to be, again, as Dad says, it could be neon, but there's going to be flashes of light, and you're going to see every, um, what's the word, like incarnation of Bray, Bray White. So you'll see Firefly Bray, Funhouse Bray White. You'll see flash, the Wyndham Six. Then you'll see another flash. You'll see him in the the Buzzards one with his Hawaiian shirt on. Then you see another one as the Fiend with his mask on. They'll keep flashing. And then you'll see another flash. You'll see Uncle Howdy. Then Uncle Howdy then attacks Bray Wyatt and costs him the match, 
causing LA Knight then to pin Bray Wyatt, and it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Uncle Howdy of WrestleMania, and then I reckon Uncle Howdy then reveal his true self as to be Bo. Rikishi. It will literally be something like he will use the powers of all of his Wyndham Six, and Uncle Howdy will be so impressed that's when he's going to reveal himself as Bo. I do, I do think during the match there's a potential, even though it'll be other people dressed up, that we see, for example, like the Fiend at some point somehow. Or did you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. Just someone in a mask. You know, like when he, yeah, With well, you know, like when he came, <laughs> you know, like when he came back and it had the the Fiend and it had the puppets and stuff yeah. in the arena and, and it's like return and stuff. Yeah, it won't seem if he was there to like try and distract him or or something like that. It's the different incarnations. No, him, it's but... to give him power. Oh, well, maybe so. Rise, maybe. young Bray, they'll say. He's not going to have enough power when Lenite takes the victory. Yeah. Okay, we have the singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. We have the champion Roman Reigns with Paul uh, Heyman in his That's corner. your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. The tribal Reigns. chief mm. versus Kevin Owens. And I believe this is the third time Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens have faced each other for the world title at the oh. Royal Rumble. And he should have lost it last time. It was that last man standing and he was handcuffed. And <laughs> he, he could have stand up. Minutes, <laughs> the camera cut away. What a Tim Fantastic. Um, so, I think, uh, unless somebody's really going to throw me curveball, I'll, I'll go first. I think we all know who's going to win this. But it's the manner in which I think what happens with Sami Zayn and all that sort of thing. So I'll go first. Roman Reigns to retain. Um, it's whether or not the turn, if you want to call it that, by Sami Zayn, the babyface turn, happens at the Royal Rumble or not. And and it's how, like... Because if Roman Reigns is going to retain, then obviously Sami Zayn isn't going to turn on Roman Reigns during the match because you think then that Kevin Owens would win. So it'd have to be after the match for it to happen um, or at a different event. Now, I'm not saying Elimination Chamber, but I think on Raw or SmackDown, since basically Roman's appearing on any show in the bloodline is at the minute, could potentially happen more on Raw than the Rumble. I think people are expecting it at the Rumble and they might throw us a curveball. So I'm going to go with Roman Reigns to retain. Um, but I think Sami Zayn is going to do something in the match like as an error or by mistake that almost costs, not intentionally, almost costs Roman the match. And the turn happens on Raw or SmackDown, not by Sami Zayn turning on Roman, but the bloodline finally turning on Zane, and that's how he becomes the babyface from that. So that's my prediction. Reigns to retain, and Raw or SmackDown after because of something he does in the match that almost cost Roman the title. They've had it off of him. That's how the babyface turn happens, leading us into Elimination Chamber. Jamie. Yeah, and this is where that curveball flies. 
Kevin Owens will lose this match to Roman Reigns. Yes, good. <laughs> Anything that's going to happen with Sammy then at the event nope. or no? Nope. Oh, sorry. In this match, no. Yeah. No. Okay. You said event, but oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair match, enough. In this no. match, fair enough. Okay. Joe. Yeah, Roman Reigns to retain. Um, on SmackDown with the whole like trial of Sami Zayn, he said, "See me at the Royal Rumble. I've I've got I've got a mission for you. Or I I don't want to see you to the Royal Rumble. So I'm assuming he's going to give in a task to do a Royal Rumble. I don't know if he'll interfere." In the match, I don't know if he needs to, but because obviously he's got the bloodline as well there, so I don't know if he needs Sami Zayn and the bloodline to interfere in the Kevin Owens match. So yeah, I think Roman needs to win definitely. Okay, and Dan. Yeah, nice and simple. Reigns to win. Uh, like Joe said, there was the you've got that final trial to see if you're going to be in the bloodline. He's basically using Sami Zayn to screw over Kevin Owens. Um, so he'll have to do the dirty with him. Um, you know, he'll get him to do it. And then, like you said, in a couple of weeks' time, it's going to be the case that they're going to kick um, Sami Zayn out of the bloodline. But for the purpose of this Royal Rumble and this prediction, uh, yeah, 100% our tribal chief's coming away with the win. Lovely. Right then. We'll finish off with our two Royal Rumble matches then. So for both the men and the women's, we'll tackle the women's first. I said to you guys, well, uh, you need to pick a winner, someone who's, you know, your your first choice winner. And then you can pick a second choice, so like a, a backup. Um, either will get you a point, but it's just so, you know, because there's going to be 30 superstars in each, gives everybody a bit of a fighting chance. Um, the number, so the the winning number, the winning number entrant as well for each match, and three surprises um, who may potentially end up in the rumble itself. We can have a chat about some other surprises as well, as I say, um, but three for the purpose of your predictions. So let's have a look at it then. So I am going. Uh, do you know what? I'll go first for the women's. Why not? So I'm going to give you the two winners, the surprises and the number. So I am going to say officially. Number 23 will win the Royal Women's Royal Rumble. The surprises I'm going with are in no particular order. Naomi. Chelsea Green and Eve Torres because oh. it's been a quite a while since we've tugged on that weave. So, Tugging on a weave. So Eve, why not? There has to be somebody. I've been toying between my first and second choice winners and I have flipped them around. So my second choice of winner, I'll give you that first because it was going to be my first choice. All because I think it's too obvious now. My second choice is Rhea Ripley. And my first choice, so my more cert, is I think they're going to pull the trigger on Bailey winning it this time round. So I'm going with Bailey to win the Royal Rumble. And Rhea Ripley will be my second choice pick. Daniel. Yes. Over um, to you. So I'll go with my surprises first. I mean, I was toying for the Chelsea Greens 
Um, I have actually written down Naomi. Um, I think she'll be making a return. She's still in the contract. She's still fighting fit and well. Um, but I think there's a chance of Michelle McCall. It's in Texas. She's only just down the road. You can put in there. She's in there. Well, no, she hasn't been in for a couple of years. A good two years. She hasn't been in the Rumble. And she was holding the record at one point for most eliminations, and it was in the first one. Um, but also, um, you may not know this name, but somebody who's been um, dazzling on NXT quite recently is somebody called Sol Ruka. Um, oh. she, if you were, I don't know if you saw um, the clip a couple of weeks ago that they were having a battle royal, and they pushed her out. She did like a Kofi Kingston walking on her hands and put herself back in the ring. They love stuff like that. So I can see someone like Sol Ruka going in there being a highlight reel and really, really shining. Uh, but in terms of the winners and their entrance, I'll have to say each of them. So my, my backup pick, coming in at number one, because we already know that she's the first entrant into the Women's Royal Rumble, is Liv Morgan. I think if you're going to say that you're... She's you definitely going to be the Iron Woman. Oh, 100%. And we know that she is entering at number one. So that's why if Liv wins, it's number one. But 100% Rhea Ripley's winning this one. It's going to be Rhea versus uh, Bianca Belair at Mania. And that's going to be one of the matches of the night. I think it's, you know, you don't really need to do much to promote that. It writes itself. And what number? 18. Number 18. Let me get that locked in. What did (laughs) I say? Mine was 23. Okay, that's fine. Um, Dan. Yeah, Dad Joe even. (laughs) Dear Lord Almighty. Um, Who who wins more Rumble? Um, My number one pick is Rhea Ripley, like, the rest of Who would have thought? Like she, we'll get a point for me, Ripley. She's she's been um she's been dominant for the past year. Hearing of the dominant Mysterio storyline has been like the best thing on Raw. She's like highlighted herself really really high. Like she had a match with Charlotte during the COVID era. It wasn't very good. Obviously there was no fans there. She deserves redemption. She'd become a very good heel. Um, my out the box uh, pick to win. Would be Liv Morgan again. She's um, she's like the plucky end the dog. She's lost against Ronda Rousey. She's got something to prove. She again. She said um, she's the number one spot. So uh, my number for Rhea Ripley is ten. Uh, don't know why, but I picked number ten. My surprises to come back. Um, Mickey James. I know she came back last year, but I I would say like um, Mickey James, like for the Hall of Fame, like the nostalgia. Um, call-ups, um, there's somebody in NXT called Zoe Stark. Um, on the last pay-per-view, they did the um, the Gauntlet-style match they did for NXT. They had like a Hall of Fame panel. They had Molly Holly there. They had Road Dog. They had X-Pac. And they all hand-picked her as like the next up-and-coming star of that brand. They said, oh, I'm not I'm surprised she's not on the main roster. Why isn't she? So I, I'm going to pick her. Um... Again, I had Chelsea Green down, but I think that's kind of obvious. Um, and then maybe Naomi. So who's your third choice? I've got Mickey James and Zoe Stark. Do you want Naomi or Chelsea Green? I go Naomi. Naomi. Come on then, Jamie. Okay. So Rhea Ripley, you would have thought. What what faction? What faction is she in? What's it called? Judgment Day. It's unlucky for some. Thirteen. Oh, that's good. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's how you oh. would put it, isn't it? Oh, oh you like that number, don't you? <laughs> uh, 
And then my other one, just because I'd prefer this to happen, but I was toying it between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey as well. I think they're going to have their moment in the ring as well because their Ronda's match was not in it. the match, though, is she? Well, again, surprise entry. No. But there you go. But um, they'll have a moment because obviously Charlotte's now the champ. Ronda Rousey is a possible surprise entrant, but I thought that might be a bit too obvious, so I didn't put her name on there. So unless I can have a point for it, but there you go. Um. They're going to have their moment uh, at the Royal Rumble and they're going to go face to face and probably eliminate each other because their match at WrestleMania doesn't need a title. It will sell regardless. Like yeah. them two facing off. We, we knew it was happening. Like when Ronda came back. She, I knew. And when Beck, we knew it was going to be those matches that were going to happen consecutive WrestleManias. It's going to be Ronda and Becky at WrestleMania. Um, so I think they'll eliminate each other or something will happen there. The only other thing would be Bianca Bella obviously beat Alexa Bliss. The might Alexa Bliss would be my second choice with the power Ooh. of Uncle Howdy. Oh. But um, yeah. that's my outside choice there. Um, but yeah, like you said, you, your obvious one is you're probably looking at um, Liv Morgan at entrant number one because that's what she's been billed as the last year. But I want it to be a little bit different, so I went for Alexa Bliss there with the power of the Howdy. The evil is mine. Uh, and then my surprise is uh, Naomi, who would have thought entrant number three. <laughs> um, I've also decided, again, I want it to be a little bit different as well. So I've gone for Summer Rae. Okay, Why not let she's throw back. her name in there. And just, and then it was between two when I thought one's a bit slightly more obvious was Natalia, but I decided not to go for Natalia because she's been off for a while. Yeah. So I decided, well, she was on Raw. Why not bring her back, Alunja Blaze slash Medusa? Fair enough. Exactly, Dan. We don't want it, but Vince is back. It's happening. Oh, no, I'm watching uh, Brian Cage versus Willie Mack, and it's awful. That's <laughs> my face. Right, they are locked in some strong, strong choices. Okay. <laughs> Joe, I'm going to come to you first. We are on the 30-man men, 30-man men's. The 30-man men's men's Royal Royal. There we go. So, yeah, give it to me straight, mate. What have we got? This is the big one. Could Uh, he be there? Sammy Zane to win. And he's going to be a number one. Uh, That is going to be Sammy Zane's repentance is... His contrition for betraying the bloodline. So you're Roman saying says, he's going to be number one as well? And yeah. win it all. Yeah, so Roman Reigns said, you really want to be part of the bloodline? You really want to prove you're, the, you're an oose? You have to beat 30 other men and enter at number one. Um, my second, out, well, I said it's outside the box. I think it'd be too obvious and too perfect, but I'm going to say Cody Rhodes. Yeah. That's not out of the box, that one, though, is it? <laughs> no. Odds on favourite and all that. Yeah, I'm going to put Cody Rhodes a second because I think it's obvious because he's obviously been coming back from injury and he said, I'm coming back in the Royal Rumble. And I just think, I don't know, everyone's going to see Cody Rhodes. So I, I'm going to put him as my second one and he'll come out. He'll be like an AG spot. He'll come out like five. He'll come out quite early. Um. My surprises are Matt Cardona, as I said a couple of weeks ago, he's definitely Ooh. coming back. Hey! Ooh. Matt Cardona. Um, I'm going to go for an out-the-box um, out there one. I'm going to go Rhodes. for Nick Aldis from... Yeah. And 
Um, another one is um, Carmelo Hayes from NXT. That's a strong choice, I think. Do you haven't said what number? Uh, what he said. He said. He said number one. So Sammy Zayn um, number, number one. one. That's yeah. going to be his contrition for betraying the bloodline. But what about Cody? What number is Cody going to be? Um, no, number one. Oh, if, um, well, yeah, you can only pick one number. <laughs> one, then, yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah. Um, Sammy Zayn's number one. Okay. Yeah, you can only pick one number. You can pick two people, but one number. Is that oh, right? Oh yeah, Sammy Zayn number one. Go on then, Dan. Okay, so surprises. I think this is the call-up of Cameron Grimes to the moon, baby. He's been off telly for a month. There's nothing wrong with him. Um, and he is ready to be called up uh, best mates with Hurricane as well. So I think that's pretty much a shoe in I think it's the return of Riddle from his suspension. And I think Riddle's going to be my second surprise pick. And my third pick, Pat McAfee. Oh, you son of a bitch. That's my pick. That's mine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, nobody's going to pick Pat McAfee. And I was just like, I'm going to move in there and be like, this is his return because college yeah, well, game day is finished. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, in terms yeah. of winners, I'm thinking, um, obviously, Cody's my number one pick. Um, and it's very similar with Joe. It's, but the other way around, I've got Sami Zayn as my backup. I think the storyline with the bloodline has been too strong. It's been what everybody's been watching. And the number that they're entering, they're going to put some strength back into the number 27. 27, solid pick. Right, Jamie, we already know one of your surprises then is Pat yeah. McAfee. So Pat McAfee is my solid, like, I don't think anyone was going to pick. Because <laughs> um, I was just like, college game day's finished, he's making his return. The only issue is, obviously, you've got Logan Paul, which is possibly yeah, an injury, so they, they like to have those celebs. Um, then I was thinking maybe Bad Bunny. Then I was like, no, Pat McAfee. Think of the pop he would get Pat McAfee when he enters the Royal Rumble. So, um, yeah, my so he was one of my main surprises. Randy Orton, I've already said that a few weeks ago, Randy Orton will make his return. And then this one, uh, it was between two, but, you know, for you, Taryn, I'm, I'll go for it. Because uh, obviously we haven't seen him on telly for ages since he quit Edge. Yeah, that's, that's well. There was rumours going back about a month ago that there was going to be a Hell in a Cell at this event, wasn't there, between mm-hmm. Finn Balor and Edge, which I assume is probably going to be a WrestleMania thing now. So yeah, yeah, so I think Edge out. will make his return. Uh, it was between him and The Rock, but I thought I'd go for Edge. The Rock. Um. <laughs> What number? Um, well, so I need to pick my winners in the number. Yeah. So my yeah. number, again, I've gone for, depending on who it is, I've gone for the the number. So um, you can only give my, me one number, my obvious boy. is Cody Rhodes, 24. 24 is your number, is it? And, um, and it just seems so obvious now, but Sami Zayn at number three. But, um, but yeah, like I think we've all kind of gone for the same reason. It's the best storyline in WWE. Realistically, like you have the moment where you could recapture the Daniel Bryan Yeslemania moment. You can recapture like Kofi Mania. You can capture all of that with Sami Zayn. If he wins the Rumble, you'll have the storyline of Roman Reigns just being all like, yeah, congratulations on winning the Rumble. I'm going to have an easy WrestleMania because you're not going to catch it in against me kind of thing. You'd be like, because you're, you're my use, aren't you? You ain't going to use that moment to turn your back on 
the bloodline, are you? And then obviously that's going to be the moment where Sami Zayn will turn. This is how you would write it. It's narratively structured to end with Sami Zayn winning the title. That's how it should be. But because it's the WWE, Cody Rhodes will come back and win it all. Oh, so you have in number which was number? I, I went for number twenty-four, Cody Rhodes. You're going for twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. Right. So this is what I've got. Be prepared for all. Oh wait, I've got my. Did I do all my surprises? I did, didn't I? Yeah, we're fine. You did, yeah. And the Rock. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. I'll leave you in trepidation by giving you my surprises before the winners, but I will say that the number winner will be number 30. They're doing it. They're going for 30 this year. It's number 30 happen. is Rey Mysterio. We it's it's number happening. 30 <laughs> is the winner. And I'll give you my surprises. He's finally going to go. After all of this, Taryn's going to go for the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my surprises. So my surprises are, he was on Raw on Monday, and he's still an active wrestler. X-Pac, oh. I think. We've had Road Dog in before and things like that, so mm-hmm. we'll go for X-Pac. There's... What if it's the one, two, three kid? You don't get a point, just saying. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> Sean Baldwin. Sean. Um, my second surprise, out of absolutely nowhere, I thought of it the other day, and I thought, who would be a really big surprise for someone who... I know Triple H quite liked in the tag team that he was in and could literally just come in for this event and then disappear again and would get a massive pop, even if he was eliminated really quickly, which I imagine he would be. So for no apparent reason, he's going to be there, number, I don't know, yeah, number three, Enzo Amore is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Look at Dan shaking his head. He's going <laughs> to be there. Stupid. And the third surprise, ready to set up a quality match against somebody at WrestleMania. It's going to happen. Stone Cold Steve Austin will be in the Royal Rumble match. I was debating him. I was also debating. He's getting ready. He's going to be there. Doesn't matter that he'll get eliminated. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can't eliminate Stone Cold from a Royal, and that's the only thing that put me off. And it's the same with John Cena. John yeah. Cena's just been uncovered as the WWE 2K23 cover star. You'd expect him to make an appearance as well, but yeah, um, it's how do you uh, John Cena? You could possibly look at being eliminated by Austin Theory or something like yeah. that, which was set up their match. But to put Stone Cold in the match, you can't Stone eliminate Cold him. Stone Cold is in the match, so that's my three. You can't positions. eliminate so, Stone Cold from a rumble. He's won three of them. Number 30. Will it be one of these two winners, number 30? So I have gone for my first choice, Cody Rhodes. Cody. Just like everybody else. <laughs> right, so he's Cody there. Rhodes will be 29 and number 30. Everyone's going to go mental <laughs> thinking, yes, here we go. It's going to be The Rock. It could be Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then, like I said, it's going to be Booyaka, Booyaka, 619. <laughs> no, it will be number 30, the winner of the Royal Rumble. And everyone's going to be like, uh, all right then. Seth Rollins. There you go. There's my second pick. Seth Rollins to win the Royal Rumble. And I would just like to point out as well, I have been saying for the best part of about a year, The Rock 
will eh? not be at I... WrestleMania. I've said it time and time and time again. Hey, even I haven't it... finished. Well, hang on, hang on. And just when, and just when it really looks certain that he was going to be there and all this thing had happened and he's going to be there, he's going to win the Rumble and he was best. I still stuck to my guns and said, he won't. He ain't doing Mania. He's not coming back. Well, guess what? He isn't coming back. And none of us have picked him in anything. So it proves. So technically, I should just win the whole yearly prediction league at the start of the year. because of that. The but Rock we will, will see. be at Royal Rumble. He will come out after the match. Oh, He will come out after the Roman Reigns match. Hey, if if the men's rumble isn't the main event and the universal title match is the main event for some reason, then there's a possibility. Because that would be the only reason. (laughs) Could you imagine the men's rumble is like the penultimate match? The thing is... The main event is universal title and Roman Reigns just wins and wins clean and he just holds up the middle and it ends. My only... My only thing about all of this, like we always say, like um, number three, it has to be big. Like you've ruined the surprise of Cody Rhodes. It's Ray. You've ruined the surprise of Cody. So there has to be some kind of big surprise out there that's going to obviously make everyone happy. Because if there's no surprise, the fans are just going to shit all over it because they already know Cody Rhodes is going to win. So they need something big to happen, whether that's a surprise or Sami Zayn's winning it. That's the only thing that could offset the audience writing, unless The Rock appeared or Stone Cold appeared at number thirty. I'm sorry, guys. Stone Cold possibly could be entered number thirty. Don't get me wrong. I tell you what, if Stone Cold is... or The Rock appeared at number thirty, the fans would be happy that Cody won. But if there is yeah. no, if none of them are in it, and Cody Rhodes wins, you might as well just turn him heel because the fans are just going to boo and just shit. Do you think? Oh, I say I think the crowd. Well, either way, there is more chance of Stone Cold being in the Rumble than The Rock. Absolutely, fair enough. Represent. He would definitely have a match at WrestleMania. Apparently, yeah. he's been talked about having a match with. Uh, I read Brock Lesnar and he apparently turned it down straight away and he was like, yeah, no chance, <laughs> which <laughs> makes sense. And I think that's why they did down there on Raw with Bob the Lash. But right, they're locked in. As well, didn't they? So. well, they're locked in. They're locked in. I Conscious. can't wait for the Rock to win it all now, though. No, we didn't even pick him. <laughs> there, could be, um, there could be a couple honourable mentions. We've, none of us mentioned the Great Muta. None of us have that, mentioned Ga- Gable Steveson. Yes, that's true. That could also happen. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm just, I'm just annoyed that somebody else picked Pat McAfee. I thought that was a great <laughs> pick. Yep, Beth, Beth Phoenix for the women. Bad Bunny, throw him in there. Away. He loves it. Why not? He's Booker in the T. WWE 2K23 Pro. Yeah, Booker video, T's a good show. And Wade Barrett. William no, Regal. Oh no, wait, no, he's not allowed on TV. What right. about Billy Kay for the women? Because well, obviously oh. Cassie's pregnant. Oh. I am going to say this as well. This would be my dream moment. It's more realistic to happen out of anybody else. But could you imagine if number eight hits? Who can come out to number eight right now? Number eight. What's the significance of eight? The Ocho. If Chris Jericho came out at number eight. I know it's not happening, but you know, there's if more it could chance happen, of the rock, the rock. appearing. <laughs> but if Chris Jericho, if, if they allowed Chris Jericho to appear at the Rumble, what a better way to put him out as the Ocho yeah. at number eight? And Chris Jericho's making appearance just for the Royal Rumble. What a perfect moment that would be. That's my dream moment to happen. 
but it's not going to happen, but that would be my fantasy booking of the Rumble, to have Jericho at the Ocho. No chance. I'm going to have you all bowing down. It's like when they brought Ty Dillinger out at 10. We all knew it was happening. Yeah, two years in a row. You're all going to be bowing down to me next episode when (laughs) The Rock doesn't enter. None of us said The Rock. What are you talking about? Seth Rollins (laughs) wins the Royal Rumble. Right, Joe, I'm conscious of time. We need to smash through this quiz to finish the show, please. Yeah, sure, no problem at all. So I've got 10 questions all about the Royal Rumble. Oh, um, well, there we go. That's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. so question oh number one. Nice and easy. Who won the first ever Royal Rumble? I knew it. Okay. I think I've got underline and bold on. <laughs> question number two. How many times has Stoke Cold won the Royal Rumble? He only said it before. <laughs> one ex, one more extra after Saturday. I didn't say it was a hard quiz. Uh, question number three. Where does the 2023 Royal Rumble take place? What state is it being held in? Question number four. What year was the first Women's Royal Rumble? What year is it now? Question number five. How many people did it take to eliminate Rikishi from the year 2000 Royal Rumble? So how many people did it take to eliminate Rikishi from the year 2000 Royal Rumble? Question number six. What year was Curtis Axel never eliminated from the Royal Rumble despite never being in it? To so Kevco and said, I was never eliminated. I was never eliminated. What year was that? Um, which woman uh, this is the question seven which woman has spent the most cumulative time in the Royal Rumble so in total how, which woman has Ooh. spent the most time in the Royal Rumble yeah um, question number eight after the stipulation was added that you get a shot a title shot at Wrestlemania how many people have um, gone on to win at WrestleMania after winning the Royal Rumble? So they've won the Royal Rumble, they've gone on to WrestleMania. How many people have won at WrestleMania after winning the Royal Rumble? That's a difficult one, because then you've got to think good how point. many people have won and then how many people have... It's, it's a good question. Yeah. What, men and that, I assume that... that's men and women, Dan said, yeah? Yeah, it's just in total. So how many people have yeah, won the Royal Rumble and then gone on there? He did say people, so we're all right. People, yeah. Um, which of these people have not won back-to-back Royal Rumbles? And I'll give you a list of four people. Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, or Shawn Michaels. Which of these people have not won back-to-back Royal Rumbles? Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, or Shawn Michaels? Uh, Question number 10. What year did the Royal Rumble have 40 entrants instead of 30? Mm -hmm. What year did the Royal Mm -hmm. Rumble have 40 entrants instead of 30? Do you want me to repeat anything? Nope, Nope. I'm good. That's all right. Okay. I think I've got at least seven. (laughs) Hopefully. 
Uh, question when who won the first Royal Rumble, Taron? Oh, Hats or Jim Duggan. Question number two, how many Rumble? Yeah, we've correct? all got Hats or Jim Duggan. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think Dan has as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll take the two, point. How many Rumble Steve Austin won, Dan? Uh, he's won three. Yes, he's three. Yeah, three. I said it earlier on the podcast. You're welcome. I know it's true. Um, <laughs> question number three: Where's the 2023 Royal Rumble take place? What state, Jamie? Texas. Aaron. Yes. San Antonio, Texas. Um, it's the Alamodome, Texas. Hey. Stone Cold's hometown. <laughs> question four: <laughs> What year was the first Women's Royal Rumble, Jamie? 2017. Aaron? 2019. Dan? I had 2017 as well. Okay, I got this 2018. Oh, oh. oh. It was close. Oh, I know there's been about four or five. So. Tugging on her weave. <laughs> Question number five. How many people did it take to eliminate Rikishi from the year 2000 Royal Rumble? Dan? 13. Jamie? Nine. Aaron? Seven. Harris Close took six people to eliminate. You don't get a point, though. No, they <laughs> oh, That's where you think, you know, the closest wins. Question six. What year was Curtis Axel never eliminated for the Royal Rumble, despite never being in it? Jamie? 2015. Dan? 2013. Taron? 2014. Jamie is correct. It's 2015. Yes! No. <laughs> Uh, question seven. Which woman has spent the most cumulative time in the Royal Rumble, Dad? Bianca Belair. Taron? Sasha Banks. Jamie? It's Bianca, in it? I put, I put Charlotte Flair. You are correct, it's Charlotte Flair. <laughs> no, I'm not having this. I actually thought it was Bianca when Dan said it. I was like, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question eight. After the stipulation was added that you get a title shot at WrestleMania, how many people have gone on to win the Royal Rumble and then main event WrestleMania winning the title? Dan? 18. Jamie? 27. Taron? 19. It's 12. Oh, Jesus. Lord almighty. <laughs> 27 have gone on. Why not? There's been like 35, 37 Royal Rumbles. I thought, why not? Royal Rumble then won a title and won a match. Uh, Question nine. Which man has not won back-to-back Royal Rumbles? Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin or Shawn Michaels? Dad? I think this is an easy one, Triple H. Yes, Triple H. Yeah, Triple. Yeah, correct. Triple H. Question 10. What year did the Royal Rumble have 40 entrants instead of 30, Taron? 2011. Baby? I've also gone 2011. Um, well, he, Edge returned in the 2021 Royal Rumble, and it was nine years after he retired, so it would have been 2012. No, 2011. Four, yeah, it was Alberto Del what? Rio, wasn't it? The 40 yeah, but yeah. I'm sure they said in the promo it was nine years. That's why I went for that, but oh well. Yeah, 2011. For scores on the doors. Oh, yeah, he returned 2020, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, five. 2011. Not yeah. very good, five. 
eight. Um, yeah, I bring up five as well. <laughs> Jamie wins. Oh, so that means all of us on never, one. Hang on. Mark from Dan, who's on zit. No, I'm on two. Let's get that right. Two for me, one for Jamie, one for Joe. Dan yet to get off the mark. But there's everything to play for next week. Who's turn is it next week? Easy ones or Jamie's? It'll go back to me now. Back to Jay Crawford. Right, good. Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcast. We're Grapplecast Show. We're also available on the socials at Grapplecast Show. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Lovely. Enjoy the rumble that is royal, everybody. Um, what? I, I do hope that. Let me just get it out before we finish. I really do hope the Rock is there because the it, the pop would be massive. And even though it's obvious if he's going to be there, he's going to win. Then fine, but. It ain't happening, and I've said for the last 12 months it ain't happening, so yes. But enjoy the event nevertheless. But Jamie, if you'd like to sign us off. Uh, I'm not going to sign us off in the traditional way, unfortunately, because this Saturday we are officially on the road to wrestle Zania. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Bring the bell!